0: Hey, Party people, it's dad show. Let's go <laughs> today. I am, uh, you know, your intro man, Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, with me as always, the trustworthy, our North Star, Ryan Hale. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wait, should I use your last name? <laughs> um, we haven't been, but it doesn't really matter. You just did a little free publicity there. And JD Downs, my oh,
1: man, trusty North doing, man? Star. I love it. Um, good. Good. I'm, I'm really happy to be out of the house. Mm-hmm.
0: Are you guys ready for this? We're going to be talking about. We're going to get into sports today. Obviously, a sports. big thing for kids. Your your basketball, your bases ball, your uh, football, if you will. Um, <laughs> so we're. gonna I, I think what's interesting. I think is this is maybe a generational divide, right? Where maybe sports. I I think we're going to. This is this is my prediction for the show we're going to get into it and realize like sports was a way bigger thing for like our parents than it is for mm-hmm. us. And then maybe it's bigger for us than it is for our kids <laughs> for good or for bad. That's my prediction. I don't know. We'll find out if it's true.
1: Okay. That's, that's a solid prediction. We'll see if it goes that way.
0: But, uh, you know, first off, Raggy, how are you doing, man? What's up with you these days?
2: Pretty good. Um, uh, just, you know, I got the kids by myself right now and they're upstairs hopefully doing their chores or whatever they're supposed to do before they go to bed. And every little knock I hear, I imagine is something that I need to go address, but I'm trying to focus on this and not focus on that. So I just got a note passed to me by my daughter that said that the bunnies might escape outside. So there's, there could
1: be some trauma. we'll,
2: We'll see.
0: Josh, what's the latest?
1: Um, the, the latest is that my, my wife who is, um, Speaking of sports or athletics, I think she's kind of cursed in terms of, like, just as she's feeling like she's hitting Mm. her her peak, she gets hurt. So, today, she had just finished, like, a majorly technical trail, mountain bike trail, and on the easiest part, she had some kind of mishap, and her ankle's, like, the size of a peach right now. (laughs) So, she's, like, hobbling around the house right now, and it's likely just a sprain. And she was like, go ahead, as she's like, oh. you know, for the fifth time, telling one of the kids, go back to bed. And she's like, no, seriously, go. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, should I, should I, should I? Should I? And she, she <laughs> assured me that um, it was okay. So I'm, I am hoping it's okay over there, but I feel I feel bad. I feel bad. I'm going to try and be present, but I feel bad.
0: There's a gif in my mind. It's uh, Admiral Akbar saying, it's a trap. <laughs> 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 no, babe, you know, definitely You say go. it's okay, but it's not. You should definitely go. I'm serious. You should go. Mm-hmm. And then I love later that. On, it's a I trap. I can't believe you
1: went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Not my queen. She doesn't play those games. Oh, um, lucky man. But uh, I <laughs> shoot. Yeah, I'm going to have to really step it up tomorrow. So sure. that is currently what is on my mind.
0: Awesome. So how do but, we want to start this out, right? You have an idea? Where do we start the discussion?
1: Well,
2: so first of all, Adam, what's happening with you?
0: Oh, oh yeah.
1: We love for yeah, yeah. Adam. Everybody
2: gets to tell us I'm, what's going on. That's the game. <laughs> a little fledgling.
0: We did, we just got back from a camping trip with some, uh, some of my in-laws, which was very fun. Um, it was kind of like the first off-roading. I know if if you've been following this podcast, you know that I recently moved (laughs) to to Utah. Um, we traded our minivan in for a suburban, um, which was, uh, a big step. My wife has been wanting the suburban. I've. I'm I love the minivan honestly um, but now that we've got the suburban, I gotta admit that it's pretty cool. It's pretty and this is like like an off-road version of the suburban so oh wow. I was feeling pretty I was feeling pretty manly up there frankly um <laughs> uh, so you know i told i told you about this but and i think the comment was something like you know you're going full utah Um uh, yeah and the conversion is certainly underway yeah so we've got i just need i don't have a gun yet i gotta get the gun and uh some of that, i'm not sure exactly what else is required but
1: your we son has there. a mini compound bow, so that should help yeah. something. <laughs> that's
0: right. That's right. So that's the, you know, what's one interesting thing about, or this is almost a tie into sports, right, is my in-laws are big hunters. I am not a big hunter. And so I'm, I'm not really a hunter at all, right? Like no no animal is afraid of <laughs> of my presence. Um, so, you know, they've, they're, they're kind of passing on the, it's skipping a generation. Like they're passing on the ways to my son and he's going to go out on a hunt with them actually later this year, which is pretty cool. Um, But I know, I know that they're looking at me like this, this city slicker, you know, does he he even know how to tow a trailer? Does he even know how to, you know, like, (laughs) like they're explaining it to the kids at the same time they're explaining it to me. You know, like, (laughs) so I try to, I try to blend in with the adults in this
1: family, but they're all (laughs) a little more hardcore than I am. You're like, I can't wait to field dress that Cornish game hen. (laughs) and they're like "Cortish game hen, oh what are you gosh. talking about?"
0: See, they're going after DA. G-
2: that
1: is
0: a <laughs>
2: that is something we haven't really we haven't really talked about this. I think this would have been a bigger conversation had we been closer to like when we were newlyweds, like if this had been like the mm. just married dudes show. Um, we probably would have yeah. talked about yeah. the the the, um, the trickiness of like integrating with your in-laws family. Uh, sure, But at this point, I think we're all like a decade into that. And we're kind of like
3: mm-hmm. – we've
2: either like embraced the fact that we will never really fit in with those people or <laughs> we found ways to like, you know, to to, to tell yeah. the line a little bit. Um, I have a whole bunch of brother-in-laws and they all do just random different things. There's not like a – there's not like hmm. a unified mm-hmm. front in what they do. Um, Interesting. So I, I've had to like take that down piece by piece, like one by one. And so it's to very in success. But like I've never – but I haven't had That's the situation true. where they're like, "This is what we do," and then I'm yeah. like, and say, oh.
0: yeah, "It's <laughs> not." I mean, it's not. You, it's not a hundred percent, but it's definitely. They all grew up doing it. Even yeah. the brother-in-law mm-hmm. the, in the yeah. family grew up doing it, and they've done it together. So, it, I, I'm definitely the odd man out. That, but they're great. I mean, I yeah. I, I, I integrate try uh, to <laughs> integrate where possible yeah um but I gotta admit if there is some situation, uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping for the best for my son to like to get a deer, but <laughs> if he actually gets a deer, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do because I don't, I don't really want to like cut that thing open and see what's inside. Everybody's going to learn an experience for everybody. Are you going to go with them? Like I'll, I'm the head doctor camp, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a whole thing. Wow, uh, we should uh, we should find it's it's gonna gonna a way to document, document I mean, this. Yeah. It, They do, okay, so this is hard, a little bit more hardcore because they do the bow hunting, right? Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I see a deer over on that hill over there. I bet I could get it. They have to like stealthy get up close. Yeah. And so you almost feel like, okay, it's fair. It's like fair odds at this point. Sure. (laughs) It's fair odds. Um, (laughs) But, um, you know, it's like a big. I didn't realize this, but it, but hunting can be or is like a big kind of clan thing, you know, where you've got, you know, you've got your hunters on one side maybe and you've got people like pushing, kind of just walking through the forest. They're probably not even going to see a deer, but just their noise is going to like kind of move animals that direction mm-hmm. generally and just kind of right. improve the odds a little bit. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be intense, man.
2: I've actually been bow hunting huh. before. That's surprising.
0: What me. this
1: guy? Yeah. It does that really surprised me. That that does not match with anything in my brain that I have for the Ryan category.
2: Let, let me let me add another let me add another wrinkle <laughs> to that. I was a missionary at the time.
1: <laughs> oh, nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boom. What, dude, one more wrinkle you uh, hunting man,
2: sh- <laughs> the, it was the most dangerous game. Uh, yeah, we decided they wouldn't knock, they wouldn't answer our doors. So we're going to take a bow out and see what happens. Here we go. <laughs> uh, the field is, the field is white. Yeah. That's, that's mm. pretty exciting though. That's, uh, <laughs> that's something I don't know that I have. I, every once in a while I get like, you know, you'll meet somebody to say, Hey, do you want to go and, uh, skydive to this weekend? And I'm like, uh, what? It's not even anywhere in my, you know, in my, uh, I know some of you guys have, have both of you. I know Adam's skydiving before. That's uh, this is just something, a random, someone randomly asked me this it, like yeah. a few weeks ago, not a few weeks, about a year ago. Someone just randomly said, do you want to go skydiving this weekend? And like, I had no way to like answer that question. Cause it's like, what, <laughs> no, no, I can't do that. But like when, when people <laughs> ask you things that are completely out of your comfort zone, like on a whim and you're like, oh man, mm-hmm. sometimes I hope I could be the one that just like jumps and goes for it in that situation yeah, I yeah definitely didn't do that <laughs> uh, you but. know the one time
0: that i did go skydiving was when our mutual friend the one the only lorenzo yes um mm. you know it was just the end of freshman year and we were roommates and he was like i want to do this do you want to do it and i just said yes I, and they, my parents actually later on were telling me like they couldn't believe it like they could not even hmm. comprehend that i was gonna do it or that i did it. i don't even know if i told them until after but they couldn't even it was just so out of character wow but it's probably good that we have people like yeah. that that are like it you know and then that otherwise you're just not gonna do it, you know. You're just never gonna, yeah. Never gonna learn. Actually, never actually, gonna, never gonna
2: try. I think that actually is kind of some of the ideas that I had floating around my head before we started recording. That kind of fits in with something. So maybe I can find a way to tie that back in a little bit later. Um, so do let it. me let me just you're a professional. Uh, <laughs> you can make it happen. <laughs> so let me let yeah. me just let me let me take the reins here a little bit and let's. uh Let's do it. Let's go a little bit into this. Um, so the the theme Adam already mentioned, but we're talking about sports. And I think that this is a big deal for dads in general. I think we've kind of like established on this show that we um, we kind of hit these things that I think each one of us encounters uniquely. But I think universally, it's that there's the same underlying theme. And I think that what we're working with today is that, yeah, did uh, if it wasn't sports, if it wasn't like you know a sport, there was probably something that your parents wanted you to do. And I know that we probably all experienced that. But right now we're also trying, we're also in the pl- place where we're trying to make sure that our kids have these experiences. And a lot of times they end up being like these these sports or activities. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are some of the things you guys did as kids? Like, what were some sports of like that you guys or activities? It doesn't like I say I'm saying sports. Mostly because that's my mm-hmm. experience, but mm-hmm. what is it that, that you guys did, like, say, as, you know, what were you doing the summer of your third, after third, third grade? Like, what did your parents sign you up to do, send you out of the house
1: to do?
0: Uh, do we all mm. do soccer at some point, I'm assuming?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did soccer for a long time.
0: Yeah, I played, mm-hmm. I played
1: soccer all of elementary school, um, but strangely enough, I in all of my years in play elementary school, we only scored, like, one goal. on any of the teams I'm I'm not talking about like a year I'm talking about like in six years um that was one goal so yeah soccer um I think my parents more just like if you want to try a bunch of stuff out so you know baseball um Mm. basketball even you know that kind of thing so they were more like if you want to try it out we'll totally support you yeah but I don't yeah yeah probably soccer and all those and then um boy scouts i guess but that was just kind of like baked into yeah it does know, fit
2: in here that's a whole different show though I
1: church think. activity and stuff <laughs>
2: actually i i do think like let's not to yeah. not to take away from that yeah. i think that's huge i just think it's just too big for this like this, this little episode because i i do have yeah mm-hmm. um in the future there's an episode that i want to do if we can keep if we can keep this alive long enough that will definitely fit that specific thing because Although Boy, Scouts? Boy Scouts. Yeah. Boy Scouts is definitely huh. a thing that we need to address. But, so. uh, but it's, it's just too yeah. big for this right now. Cause I, I think it'll be, it'll take up. And I, I think we got some other things to go.
1: Okay. So, so noted, but that's a good call though. Noted. Yeah. Uh, Boy Scouts, but, but yeah, those were, I would say those were the things.
0: I don't know if you're like this, but you know, my parents would, we would try out mm-hmm. different things. Yeah, definitely. Like, I would do soccer. I did. I would. I. I did basketball, but not very much. You know, I don't know why, but I didn't do very much basketball. I did t-ball into, I mean, into baseball.
2: I know. Yeah, how many? How many times have you been asked in your life if you play basketball? Uh,
0: for those of you, you know, for those of you listening, I'm actually seven foot four, so that's why.
2: that's <laughs> no, a I, no you, Adam is. Adam is like. Adam is like 6 four. You're at least six four, right? At least six, yeah, six I'm five. Like six six 6'5", Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and your wingspan is definitely bigger than that. I know that. Just <laughs> That's occurs. amazing. There's yeah. something, and your hands are like gigantic too. So I imagine that, like, mm-hmm. that you, uh, you've you been asked every single time you walk into a room full of new people, people ask, like, what yeah. if you play basketball? I guarantee new that. Because I get that question enough. I get that question enough, and I'm like barely six feet. So yeah, I, I, you I you played when question. I was
0: like seven, and then again when I was 28. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was like not until later. But you know, there, honestly, there's a lot of sports in there now that I'm like thinking about it, because there's like the youth sports. I -hmm. Uh I did eventually my my aunt was big into water sports, especially like swim team. And so we got into like swim team. Um and then like later in high school, I was on the water polo team and I also played tennis in high school. But like I think part of the part of the reasons why I was into into that, um well, for one, like our high school teams were not very good, so like there was a low bar to like get onto the team for both of those. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was opened up, to, the opportunities opened up. Um, but like there again, it was kind of like, well, if I hadn't, if my aunt hadn't been like, you should try water polo, because everyone else in my ha- family like had never even heard of water polo. Um, oh, and You should try okay. it. You were also you know, built and specifically so for water polo. I went polo. from like the swim swim team, which I was just doing on the side. Um, with like a with like a rec center kind of thing and then and then did water polo also a friend of ours drew something we flew, we were on the tennis team together in high school
2: actually
1: oh interesting okay cool
2: so i think that that's kind of my, my experience is kind of like that too we had a really um i grew up in a town that had a really active uh, rec center and recreation sports so like nothing was very intense but i got to play baseball soccer tennis swim um volleyball um what else did i do just everything and um you know so i kind of had a chance to like try everything out yeah um, which is awesome right just to be able to try Yeah, yeah yeah uh my dad's a big basketball guy and basketball mm-hmm. was really important to him and then baseball also both really important to him basketball i was decent at i kind of was a tall kid so i ended up you know being somebody who would get Picked for teams, even though I wasn't super great with it. Um, Could never dribble with my left hand. So really never had – that crossover never worked for me. Easy to go. Uh, And then then baseball. We had this really great uh, pony baseball league in my my hometown. And my dad would help coach the team. He would be an assistant coach. And it was an intense – it was a little bit more intense than the rec league stuff. But Hmm. uh, I remember how important – like I – that was one of those times when I really – when I keyed in and connected with my dad, knowing that like what I was doing was making him happy. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, that, that, that went a couple different directions for me, but, uh, but it also made me like, it made me like really want to like be better at it. And so that was one of the first things mm-hmm. that I saw myself like incrementally improving. And that's something that I've, you know, if I look back, I'm like, Oh, well, if I, I figured out how to hit, you know, curveballs and stuff I can figure out how to do this so anyway that's that's kind of my experience with that you know the one question I have is, is I don't know like
0: I would wonder for all of us is did we have any situations where our parents were like trying to get us into something that we were dead set against and either we did it or we didn't do it I I'm just curious if there was something where they really twisted your arm into doing it for for good or bad
1: um it that would for me that would be the the other episode who apparently we're gonna do uh Boy Scouts. <laughs> Boy Scouts. Like I feel like they did that. Yeah. I mean even then that wasn't like super intense, but I do recall several conversations about that. Um I mean they eventually um gave up, you know, but yeah, that was yeah. probably the
2: one <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. For me it was baseball. And I remember mm-hmm. I, I had to like draw a line with baseball and um I This is one of my big regrets. I actually had this conversation with my kids the other day about like, I got to the point where I was going to go to one league, you know, age up into the next league. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think this was like for between like 12 and 13, I was going to go up to a higher league. And I remember crying to my mom that at this higher league, they throw the ball 60 miles an hour and that's like (sighs) getting hit by a car a little car and <laughs> <laughs> I was so adamant that I wasn't going to play cause I didn't want to get hit by a little oh, car and gosh, I was I looking back getting like hit by
0: a pitch. Oh I got hit gosh. all the time
2: too. That's the thing. It's like, I got hit all the time. It never really hurt that bad. It was like not oh, a big deal, I but it was like, yeah, it sucked. I mean, there's nothing worse than it, but it's like, but at the end it was like, yeah, there's, I don't know. I, it, it was something that I was like worried about and it like made me, it pushed me to make this decision and it wasn't yeah. even something that it really, but now, but even like within year, a year of that, I already regretted that because I kind of, there's something about baseball that I, that's really like, that speaks to me. Like I like it Mm. and I just never did it like competitively after I was 12 years old. And I kind of, Mm. I kind of regret that I didn't do that.
0: It's kind of a weird sport, right? I I mean, there's some things that you get in baseball that you don't get in like other kinds of team sports. And I think one of the things uh, is like, um, is that you step into the box as a batter and it's like, Everyone, your, your team, the other team, all eyes on me, all the fans (laughs) are all looking at you, you know, and I'm almost like my oldest son, he, he did, um, baseball for not very much, but I was kind of watching it happen. I was like, this is good. This is a good thing. Um, I'm not like a big lover of baseball, frankly, but that is like a like a unique experience to be like okay, calm down nerves. It's on you. Yeah. I can do yeah. this. <laughs> I might get beamed yeah. by a pitch. <laughs> I might strike out. Everyone's looking at you, but calm down. You can yeah. do it. You know, that's like yeah. a that I don't think that's except for solo sports. Like that's that's very unusual for a team sport. I feel like I guess maybe <laughs> like yeah. you're on the free throw line or something in basketball. But like in baseball, it's part of it. Like everyone takes a turn being the focus okay. and you got you to gotta right. calm down when you're in there. It's not that easy.
1: Right.
2: When we look at sports, especially from the lens of whatever, like this time in history, American people growing up, whatever, sports is like a big part of the culture. And we see all these little lessons that are like important to like learn or you think they're important to learn or like, you know, how else are you going to get a kid to like take this, you know, that that moment where everything is like on them sure um, yeah. so i think we kind of add that to like the the intensity to like push that on our own kids um, mm-hmm. have you felt that like where have you felt that with your own kids and how is that kind of manifest in your lives there as, as far as like feeling like you want to give them that
0: you want to get yeah them you're, you're like
2: i want you to be part of this because this will be important for you in your life i'm, I'm making this decision you know like those decisions that we make for our kids
1: yeah <laughs> yeah my own kind of Path around this has been been interesting. I think for me, a couple of things have shown up over the course of having, you know, these kids get older, and I I feel like my son, he's the one that I I probably think about most. I mean, there's probably some cultural norm stuff I could probably dive deep into as far as like why him, you know, and mm-hmm. what what is his. You know, the fact that he's a uh, a male, like, what does that kind of bring up in me? I, I don't know. But I, I say, I would say I've certainly thought way more about his, uh, I guess, needing to do sports, whatever needing actually means mm-hmm. more than I have my girls. Like for some reason, I don't really think twice or think deeply about them being in gymnastics um, like they are or ballet or whatever. But yeah, him being in sports for some reason has sent me for a couple of loops. Um, over time, but I think, uh, I think definitely like my big thing has always been like, Hey, you need to practice, but Mm -hmm. I probably repeated some of the mistakes that my parents have made as far as like, and I'm going to leave that up to you. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, (laughs) I I, doesn't matter how many pep talks my mom gave me or my dad gave me like, Hey, you should really practice on your own. I never did it. (laughs) And my kid, my my boy is essentially the same. So at any rate, I think that's one of the things that it showed up is like how it showed up. It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, I think you really need to practice because you could see what you're capable of. It's been one of my big things about sports. Like I really want you to see what you're capable of. If you end up not wanting to do this, then fine. But I want Mm -hmm. you to develop that mental muscle of like, you know, uh, it meeting or exceeding your own expectations, and uh, yeah, so stick to I it. think that's been so, a big you know, push. Get mm-hmm. that. Yeah, the stick to itiveness like, piece of it. Yeah,
0: and I think one of the one of the one of my gripes about like current kids sports is they start so early that for that for a lot of kids they're already intense. By the time that a lot of kids are trying to start and so then they're like, "Oh, that's not for me, I guess.
3: Yeah, you know, sure.
0: They're way too intense too young. I feel like that's so all of that, like, oh, I'm going to try this out. It's, it's harder because what I, what I want for my kids is try this out. You might like it, but you're going to have to give yourself a little bit of time of being bad, maybe a longer amount of time, you know, a moderate amount of time of being bad and then see you that improvement. And I feel, you know, hampered by that a little bit by the fact that some parents and leagues are so intense, so young that they're they're so they're so like behind some of these intense kids that it's like, well, I just must I I just must not have the gene for it, you know, or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. They, they they give up way too early because because like it's there's no like runway
1: um yeah one and, and i wish there
0: was you know like can we have like a let's take yeah. it let's take it easy like let's have fun and learn the game kind of league and let the uh intense parents and intense kids go off on their own um somehow yeah. i don't know
2: yeah i had i had a experience with that like that's the the thing i was talking about the rec the rec center in my town was like that um having moved to Utah, I do find that there are a lot of sports that are a lot more intense here (laughs) Um, uh, for whatever reason. I'm not sure. I do remember like, I mean, there's some, there's some good athletes that come out of this, this uh, this part of the country, but man, these, they get intense fast. Uh, Josh, (laughs) I wanted to, I wanted to like kind of go back. I I have a, I have a clip from you talking to your son about the sport that he does. And I thought it was interesting that what he said So I'll play that and we can kinda talk about like the direction that he's gone here. So let me see if I can get this to play.
1: So Booker, what kind of sport or activity do you like to do and why? Um, I like to do an Inchie Warrior one because it's one of the only sports that I do and it's just really fun jumping around and climbing.
2: All right, so ninja warrior—that's not something I did as a kid, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah what, is that, what does that what does that Apparently,
0: yeah,
1: ninja no. Warrior. <laughs> he does love it, and uh, he he yeah. I mean that that's been a fun thing. It, he is on the the team they call it, but um, he's never at any of the team competitions, you know, on account of it just being on days that don't usually work for us and stuff like that. But um mm, yeah, yeah he is on the team. Um so I think that's kind of cool and that doesn't feel excessive in the same way that I think sometimes some team sports can become. Um Yeah. But he does love that and there's it's it's pretty immediate feedback in terms of like his you know how well he's doing and 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 how hard he's trying.
2: How did he get involved in that? How did you find that?
1: I think I mean kind of like my parents were we were like hey you just let's just try a bunch of stuff and I think um, I think somehow, I don't feel like came across a flyer or maybe I was watching Ninja Warrior or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, that sounds really cool. Um, actually, you know, what he, how he started was I, for some reason he found out about parkour and he was <laughs> like, that sounds like a lot of fun. And then, so I took him to this place that was a parkour school back in Denver and their mentality and kind of their ethos and stuff as a, as a school was awesome but they started giving him the option of like doing a do parkour, or we have this like brand new ninja course that we built in the back half of the warehouse. And he immediately went for this, you know, this elaborate, you know, jungle gym, essentially. I, I think that's yeah. kind of what he went for. Mm-hmm. Um, plus he didn't really have to worry about heights as much cause he did have to do that in parkour. Like they were having him build, like jump stuff that, you know, he hadn't jumped before. And then, so when he came to junction, uh we just said hey let's let's see who's got that in town and he's just stuck with it and i think he was really pumped when they finally told him like hey um you're good enough for the team um but i think sometimes that actually weighs him down as well because he'll have moments where he's like i don't think i'm good enough for the team anymore you know these other (laughs) kids are doing more than i am and you know i watch some of those kids i'll go to the practice i'm like holy like how are you doing that? You know? And then I see him and and he's doing great as well. Like, I think he's definitely progressing, but you know, I, I think it's unavoidable because even in that pretty low key class, you yeah. see some of those kids and you're like, you know, thanks for making my son feel bad by being, <laughs> you know, abnormally um, agile or ninja fingers or whatever. You know what I mean? But Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't, you know, what's interesting is I don't really mind if there, if there's a broad spectrum, like I feel like hmm. one of the things that you eventually get to as an adult is, yeah, there are people that are better than me, you know, like I'm still going to enjoy t- doing it, you know, and I, uh, you get there eventually, but as a kid, it's so hard, you know, and it's, I especially don't like there being some cutoff where like, mm you can't even you can't even try or get used to it but like mm-hmm. it's hard as a kid to see someone way better than you or to think like yeah. oh i'm the i'm the worst on here and 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 still have a chipper attitude like but i'm but mm-hmm. i'm learning every day <laughs> it is, you, don't, you
2: it's just hard <laughs> yeah. you know you-
0: like you don't get there until later later in life i think
2: have you ever coached any sports before i coached soccer for a, a
1: a couple of basketball games. A couple of them, yeah.
2: Yeah. I spent a lot of time in my life coaching, like, at this, you know, being a being a staff coach for that sure. recreation department I was talking about. And then coaching for a soccer club team and stuff like that. And I always remember looking at those kids as though, like, you know, what are they trying to get out of this? What can I give them, you know? And it was the ones that had Hmm. the intense parents that hated being there, but their parents made them. Then there's the ones that like the kids that were legitimately good and their parents didn't really know. They didn't have any context for like, what does it mean to be good at soccer or what does a good mean? Whatever. Okay. And then, and then there was the kids that were like, I don't care. I'm just here. And they had fun. And I was like, I'm definitely not yeah. that kid. And I don't know how they get there. Like, you know, we were like, the, this this club team was like a pretty expensive team to play for. I'm like, this kid wasn't good. This specific kid I'm thinking of wasn't good, but he was just there and he had fun. I don't know. Yeah, that's a different type of personality. I don't know. There's that's very, very few people like that. Um, when I was a kid, my dad coached me a lot, like specifically in baseball and basketball, mostly in baseball. I kind of said that already. And I don't ever had, I never had a bad experience with that. Um, but I did when I, that, when I was deciding I didn't want to play baseball anymore, I was like, I want to play a sport that my dad doesn't care about. So he doesn't coach me. <laughs> and so I chose <laughs> specifically, I chose soccer, uh, because he's from Idaho. I don't know. They didn't play soccer in Idaho in the sixties. <laughs> um, yeah. so I knew that that was a safe space as far as like, I will be, on, I will be here and my parents will just show up for games and I can do everything else. Sure. Um, uh, I thought that was kind of important for me. Um, and I've kind of seen that like with my kids, cause I have all this experience coaching and I've kind of like avoided coaching them. I've I've had to be like, there, there was no mm-hmm. other parent available, you know, and if this team doesn't have a coach, they don't play. I've done that a couple of times. Um, and actually my wife's done that a couple of times too. But like, as far as like coaching them, I've kind of avoided it because I kind of like the idea of them dealing with a authority figure that isn't mm-hmm. a teacher yeah. and isn't a parent. And, you know, and I like to see how they handle that. I know with my kids, there's been very success with that.
1: Yeah. So I would say a couple of things that I I've noticed. Um, number one, if I try to give my kid feedback on something athletic, he does not listen to me a (laughs) hundred percent. So Uh, mountain biking, you know, not that I'm like a master or anything, but like mountain biking, he shuts me off. He, I mean, he's like a little bit better now, but. We're, we're coming off of a long stretch of him just, like, totally not listening. Um, <laughs> same thing with Ninja. I mean, if I'm, like, giving him – not like I'm giving him pointers, but, you know, I'm talking about how he might yeah. be able to get better at something, totally shuts me up. So I can't imagine him responding well to me if I coached him mm-hmm. on a team. I, tough. No, I'm just – I'm never going to do that.
0: It's surprising how much – how respectful my kids are of <laughs> any other adult. <laughs> <laughs> Any other adult is they're way more respectful. to so I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand. But I mean, I. But it's good. I, I don't mind it. I mean, like send them out there, like let them figure out how to deal with other adults. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just hilarious, and it goes for like teachers and other things. Where they're yeah. like, you know, oh, your son is just so, like, obedient. <laughs> or like, he t- he, I was giving him pointers and he was, like, really trying to put it into practice. I was like, "What? when has this kid ever like, taken pointers yeah.
2: and put it into yeah. practice? Never. I've yeah. never
0: observed this. Yeah. No. <laughs> no.
2: I, that's one of those. I, I appreciate when that happens. I had an experience, kind of, a little bit of the the flip of that, though, that actually was one of my most uh, poignant dad moments. Um huh. My, uh, my now 10 year old Shep, um, he is, he, he is his own guy and he only wants to do his own thing most of the time, but we signed him up for soccer and like, you know, I love, I love soccer. Like literally that's my thing. Soccer is my thing. Um, uh, I watch, I watch soccer, I play soccer, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So like when my kids are old enough to play soccer, I'm like, this is going to be cool. I want to see them like have this experience. Cause when I was a kid, I kind of like it kind of clicked and I kind of had some moments and I was the, anyway, I was like, maybe these kids will have that. They don't have that. And uh, (laughs) so, but it's not because I'm not athletic. It's just because I don't, there's that weird, that drive to like be better every Like, I don't know why. I, I don't know if I, am I, I don't think I'm special, but like, that was something that like really pushed me. Like I wanted to go to soccer practice because I wanted to learn how to kick the ball harder. You know, hmm. my kids don't everything. It's always just a chore and they get mad. But my, my, uh, <laughs> but Shep, when he was, it was like, this is like two years ago now. So when he was, I guess, eight. He was on this little yeah. soccer team. They play on short, tiny goals on a short field and whatever. And it's one of yeah. those leagues where they don't even have practice. All they do is show up and play games, and that drives me bananas because I'm like, the whole point of this is learning. And if you just have games sure. all the time, I, just, I can't handle it. But it was really, it's like basically free, and it's you know, it's a way to get out of the house. Um, but the coach of the team, just another dad, and it's tough to be like tough on, rough on, uh, you know, hard on him. But uh but he was not good, and he definitely didn't hmm. key into my kid at all, which is you know one of those things that's also scary because like my kid has a there's a you need to approach him in a certain way or it's not just not going to work and he's just this guy's really intense and for whatever reason he cared whether or not they were scoring goals i mean give me a break this is like huh. literally just you know you know monkey ball, i don't know what to call it but it's just like you know the 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 what is the the bee swarm around the ball kind of stuff <laughs> and oh sure so he would start to he would start to yell like to tell the kids to go in positions and um had Shep sat down on the field and just sat there, <laughs> and people just kept He's on like saying like, listen, this is the, this is the like thing that I caught. Like I said it mm-hmm. from the sidelines. Like I, like I was like, people are just going, what's wrong with that kid. <laughs> and I was like sitting there and I was like, Oh man, <laughs> oh, this is tough. No. This is tough." But the same, oh so I'm like, gosh. so I'm kind of embarrassed. But what I, what I was like, I was like, Oh no, what I'm going to have to go out there and help him or something. And, but at the same time, this wave of like pride came over me. Cause I'm like, I would never stand up to an adult like that. I would never sit down and like go on strike in the middle of an active soccer game. And I was like, (laughs) he's doing it, man. This is it. I can't believe he's got this going. And I was like, so like the mix of like embarrassment and pride was so intense. I've never had an experience (laughs) like that since then.
1: Oh, that's way, that's crazy. That's so crazy. You get that makes. I mean, that makes tons of sense. I mean, it's like you just want to salute that steps yeah. really on their end right it was It was I mean, it's a success yeah
2: i mean i knew mm. i i could have like i don't know i was i had this i don't know just that that idea of like stepping in and like trying to take over the reality is like if i had been coaching that team he probably <laughs> did the same thing to me and i probably wouldn't have had that experience of being proud of that because you know yeah it's hard to be proud when your kids like just being uh oppositional but whatever so um <laughs> So awesome. Let me let me share let me share yeah, one if, from this me. Is a,
0: the thing if Shepherd ever comes to me, he's like, "I want to stop playing uh, soccer. I want to play baseball." <laughs> it come full circle, you know. It's so true. you don't right? care no, about just, dad,
2: but well, uh, I'm so gonna I,
0: play that sport instead.
2: Yeah. And I kind of have I mean I kinda of have that a little bit with my kids. They've they've all chosen to do things that are different than what I care about. Here's here's a clip, did I share that one? Here's a clip from from Hattie talking about the stuff that she's been doing. Hey Hattie. What? What's your favorite sport to play or activity to do outside of the house?
1: gonna do <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
2: yes.
1: Dancing.
2: What kind of dancing? hip-hop. Oh, do you like practices or do you like performances?
1: Performances. Rock. What's
2: a sport you've been doing this summer?
1: Uh, rock climbing camp. Is that fun? Yes.
2: Did you like it when you first started it? No. Do you like it now? Yes. What changed? How can you like it now?
1: Um, I started getting to the top of many many <laughs> different sorry, sorry. things. <laughs> the first one I did was a white one.
2: So you get all the way to the top. Yes. Are you scared when you get to the top? No. How come?
1: Cause um, now it's easier and I'm used to being that high.
2: That's awesome. That's what, that's the dream right there. Yeah, she's been doing she's been doing rock climbing, which is something that we like, kind of like you were talking about, Josh. We kind of saw something like, what can we do? These kids don't want to do sure. sports like we do, like I do. Um, she does dance. She's a really good dancer. Um, Jolene was. Julie did a lot of dancing when she was, um, when she was a kid, it Just means I've got to go to recitals now, which means sitting through 20 <laughs> <laughs> dance numbers with one of them having my kid in them. Uh, but, but the other one is, uh, but just watching her, watching her, watching her climb, um, uh, and do something that I like literally have, not. I don't have, I can't do it. Like, how do you get up that high? She's like, a, like we're this climbing gym here that has, you know, it's got like 40 foot walls. And she climbs up to the sure. top and then she like looks down back at us and like waves. I'm like, oh my gosh, how uh-huh. are you doing this? There's like a, there's a hanging yeah. bar, like these, these hanging four by four wood things with like handholds on the side. And it's like, there's probably 15 foot rope gap, 15 foot. There's three of them. So I don't know how I thought uh-huh. it would be, but she like, it's called, they call it the totem pole. She just climbs this whole thing right up to the top every time. And like, it's like literally 40 feet yeah. in the air. Like, and it's, I don't know how she does it. It's amazing. And like, she has, she's, I see her, she goes like the repelling straight off the front with her face down, you know, face forward. I'm like, how do you do this? How is this happening? Oh, so God, watching God. her do that has been, has been a pretty uh, exciting. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's been exciting to watch her do something that, like I really have. I couldn't help her if I, if she asked me for it, I, I just have to watch her do it. And she's just finding right. people to, you know, it's, it's, it's great. So. That's awesome. I Rock really like climbing
1: is fantastic for that. I mean, I we were really surprised the, the first year that we tried it. Um, we just went ahead and got like family passes. I mean, it is not the cheapest yeah. indoor sport mm-hmm. in the world. Um, I mean, outdoors wise, like once you get loaded up with gear and stuff, it's pretty much free. But um, there's just so much like built in. uh like just goodness to the sport, as far as like pushing yourself and then like being able to see progress, like all of that's like really, really, really built in. Um, it's yeah. yeah, Rock climbing's wonderful for that. That's awesome.
2: I can't say that I'm not disappointed that my kids don't want to do the same thing I did. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, let's actually, we have, so Josh, you and I were able to talk to one of my friends. Um, we talked to my friend, Steve Lord, who's from, he's from Preston, England. He's a big soccer guy. I spend a lot of time, talking soccer with him. In fact, that's what, when I met him, I heard somebody with a British accent I was like, I know I can talk <laughs> soccer to him. So I want to never talk to him. That's how we met. And, uh, we've been doing, we've been a pretty good friends with that for years. Um, his kids are in high school now. So most like a couple of kids are in high school now. And, uh, I wanted to talk to him about how it feels to have soccer be a gigantic part of your life. Like it is for most people from England and have your kids completely reject that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm going to run that. We have this. We have this interview. I'm just going to run it right here. So let's let's hear from from Steve and his uh and his experience with his kids and the game of football. Beautiful game. <laughs> Steve, we wanted to get your get your input on this. We wanted to talk to you about. Um, I don't know. What was, your, what was your experience playing sports as a kid, first off? Let's talk
3: about that. I mean, it was just just soccer, really, football. Um, and, uh, and it was every day. Goals everywhere. Um, when you live in England, there's not a patch of grass without two goals.
1: That's crazy. Like, that is so much of one sport <laughs> every single day. That's amazing.
2: Um, so what, what let's, uh, let me ask you about expectations then let me, um, so what is, so as yeah. a kid growing up in the English countryside, what is expected yeah. of you as far as like being athletic and athletics and join and being part of teams and that kind of stuff?
3: It, it's so low key, really. Um, I mean, my expectations when I was a kid and I, and, and I, and I was pretty good. Um, you know, I wasn't, I, I don't think I was ever going to be scouted from, you know, by any. Premier League teams or anything like that but you know I I spent time um doing summer camps with with professional teams with Reading um in particular so you know I was I was pretty good but the the expectations for me were were really low it was really just come have fun um learn work hard and then just just go home do it again yeah
2: when when your kids were old enough to like start either being able to participate in sports or you know what did that mean to you when that when that happened
3: because it was such a big part of my life you know i wanted that i wanted that same thing for my kids and there was definitely you know i i'd I'd be lying if i were to say that it had nothing to do with me trying to relive my childhood through my children Mm. i mean i definitely there was definitely an element of that but at the same time, you know, football just did a lot for me when I was a kid. It helped me make friends. It helped me, mm. you know, learn. It helped me stay fit. It, you know, it just it gave me so much joy. Um, it connected me to my dad because my dad would always take me to the games, and um, and so I kind of wanted to have that same connection with with my son. Um, and uh, you know, it didn't quite, it didn't quite work out the way I thought it would, <laughs> or at least the way I hoped it would. What did you hope would happen? Um, honestly, I think what I hoped is I'd hope I hoped you'd fall in love with it, right? I, I hoped that that it would create something for the two of us that, mm. you know, we'd be stupid enough to get up at half past five on Saturday morning to watch games together, and that we'd sit and we'd talk about it and digest the tactics and what went wrong, and you know all the things that that I just love now. Now that I i i don't play anymore you know is i'd love i'd love someone to talk to about it and i just thought that would have been really great to do with my own son
2: the next question i guess is what's the what's the reality then like what does it actually look like to you right now
3: it's uh almost it's almost nothing i shouldn't say it's almost nothing that that i think that's a little bit harsh on on preston on, on my son but you know, he he's he won't sit and watch it with me very often unless something special is going on. For example, I'm a Chelsea fan, right? So we watched the FA Cup final a couple of weeks ago together, and that was good. And that was the only game he's watched all year. Um, he doesn't play anymore. Uh, I coached him for four years, and uh, and he, you know, he just it didn't stick. It just didn't stick. He just didn't. He just didn't love it. It didn't do for him what it had done for me.
1: So it's almost. I mean, what I'm. What I'm thinking about as you're talking about this is like you didn't really have any like aspirations for him in terms of like a certain amount of athleticism or whatever, Mm. but you you had had some hope about him loving it, so that you guys could connect over that because that would be something that you loved, something that he loved, and therefore you guys could do this this cool father son thing on a regular basis, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I I grew up, you know, like I said, I, I mean, I was I was. A fairly decent player, especially when I was younger. I, I probably tailed off a little bit as I got older, but I played with with kids that were just, in in my mind, just absolutely exceptional. They were mm. so good, and they weren't even close to going anywhere with it. You know, mm. there, there was no chance any of those kids were ever going to play um, play professionally. Uh, in my entire high school career, um, the five years that I played there. I I played against one kid that I know, um, he, uh, he went to an England under 13s camp one year and they took a look at him and that was it. all the kids Mm -hmm. I played against. So, so, you know what, the, the idea that, that my son would amount to anything on the football field, as far as being a professional or anything like that is, you know, is just, it's, it's almost ludicrous to, Mm -hmm. to think about that, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I never had that hope or aspiration for him, and and I think mostly it became apparent really early on that he didn't want that either. We just mm-hmm. wanted to do something fun together, and you know it, it was it. You know when I coached him, it was fun. That was that was fun. We had a good time together, but it certainly hasn't turned into. Uh, he he has. I guess he hasn't uh, caught the fire and the passion that that I did when <laughs> you know when I was six and seven years old and that stuck with me forever.
2: How does that change the way that like you and Preston interact? Because it do sound like, you know, it would be easy if from what you're saying, it would be easy if, yeah, if all I, if all I was doing was watching, you know, Chelsea play every Saturday and just talking about that to you all the time.
3: Yeah, that's really, that's a really great question. And it, just as you ask that, I think um, what, what I find has been interesting is the, the rare moments when, when he does sit down and watch with me, or you know I'll tell him about about the game and the score and he'll sit and listen and get excited about it those are really meaningful to me because I know part, at least part of that he's doing that because of me right because he he knows I love that and right. because I love it he's he's willing to sit and talk to me about it i think that's really meaningful and i'm grateful for those moments um but other than that you know it's it's it takes It takes a little bit of humility, I think, as a dad to say, all right, I'm, I really am not very interested in what you're doing for (laughs) my own sake, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit and listen or I'll, I'll sit and play this with you. I'll do, you know, about what you're interested in and I don't understand it, but I'm going to listen and, and support you. Mm
1: -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's a, and that's a really valuable, like keen, um, observation to make and like insight to have i mean in in my line of work i i still occasionally work with teenagers and as part of that like a lot of times um parents will come in but typically in a way of like hey fix my kid you know what i mean but it ends up being like parent therapy more than it is like you know teenage therapy but they come in talking about that a lot like i don't I can't connect with my kid on anything and then you do a little bit of digging and a lot of times it comes down to I don't like what my kid likes. Yeah. And I'm not even like willing to be open to connecting with him about that or at least trying to like step into their world and understand why that might be important and valuing it because it's important to them. Like it's just this huge obstacle that they can't get around because their own hobby set or skill set or interest set is just so limited. So limited. So I'm just saying that's really great. I mean, that's really good you figured that out.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think my biggest fear was that he'd want to play baseball. I'd <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuck there doing that, you know, five nights a week uh-huh. trying to figure that game out. But
1: uh-huh. Sure. And you think about, like, I haven't seen this a million times, like a, a lot of people probably have, but um, like Field of Dreams, right? So like the whole premise of that is a guy who may genuinely love baseball because it's baseball, but probably because he misses his dad like crazy. And so he builds a life around this idea of like recreating a connection with his father. Right? Like, that's what the whole movie's about, you know, yeah. like spoiler, spoiler alert, but <laughs> you know, like the, the very, at the very end, it's like, Hey dad, do you want to have a catch? And then it's like, okay, so that's what this whole thing's about. Right. It's about like connection. And, um, that's all he's ever wanted. And, and that's certainly something that, you know, this guy was robbed of at a, a fairly young age, but I just think that's, that's a really important thing to figure out as soon as possible when it comes to our kids. Cause otherwise it's just, I don't know, it just makes for a lot of misses, you know, that don't necessarily need to be there. It's, it's normal for the misses to be there, but I, I think it's sometimes unfortunate how long it takes to finally figure that part out.
3: Yeah, I I definitely feel like that was that's been my journey um particularly with Preston cause, because I um I had the opportunity to get him into football and and to to try to build that relationship and I I tried and tried and tried and I I think I spent much too long trying to get him to like what I liked versus mm. trying to figure out what he liked. And and I think part of that is because that that is the foundation of my relationship with my dad. It it really is. It's it's chelsea that's it, it you know uh, when whenever i speak to my dad he lives in spain now he retired and lives there and whenever i speak to him my stepmom usually is there and and she'll say you know she'll ask me how the kids are and then she'll say okay i'm going to go now so you two can talk about chelsea <laughs> and and that's it that that then becomes the rest of our conversation we'll oh, talk man. for an hour
1: yeah.
3: about chelsea and then and then that's it there's an element of laziness to it from my part when i look back
2: yeah
3: you know i think the easiest way to connect to Preston would be to just cross my fingers and hope that I like. Mm. And you know that that was certainly lazy. So, what do you guys connect with right now? You know, most of it is just figuring out what he's doing. He's into Fortnite, like every other kid out there. And <laughs> so, I, I try to try to figure out how many how many W's he's got. I think that's what they what he calls I them, like
2: those dubs. Yeah. You know? yeah whatever it is
3: you know and occasionally i'll sit down there and make a fool of myself and play it with him and and, uh you know and that that's that's meaningful to him too and and other than that i think we just i just try to talk to him you know about about whatever he wants to talk about and and just spend time with him i kind of found that it really doesn't matter too much what we do um it's just it's just it's just investing some time to talk and listen but yeah no it is
2: it's it's just you know trying to figure out those things that's the that's the um that's the challenge I do think you know that that I see and I can I'm seeing like the what I must have done to my dad because I, I deliberately made choices to make it harder for us to connect on sports specifically mm-hmm. so huh. but you know that's the thing is like I appreciated those moments and I appreciate those things that I have with my dad and I appreciate that like the angels you know that the LA angels, the California angels are like, that's just my dad. That's all that is in my head. So that's a big deal to me. We all have these different situations, but we all hit these same moments. And, you know, I think that like one of the lonely parts about being a dad is that you don't really ever like, I guess, debrief those moments. You don't ever talk about those moments because sometimes they're embarrassing. Sometimes they don't make sense. And sometimes like I don't know. But I think that one of the things that like we're trying to do here is like, yeah, we want to, we want to hit those together and see what, see what it was like, you know, and grow up past those, you know, dads
3: don't know everything. Yeah. So I'm definitely done. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I just, I love that idea because, you know, you say dads don't know everything. I think it, what's interesting is I think as a collective, we probably do. Mm, right. But, sure. but yeah, definitely, definitely. As, as individuals, no, we have no idea. We're all drowning. Right. We're barely keeping (laughs) our heads afloat. yeah. And it's just, it's, it is, it can be absolutely brutal. But I, I just really do believe that, that as a collective, we, we know what to do. And, uh, this is great. It's great. So yeah, Josh, what did, what
2: was your takeaway from that?
1: I mean, I, I think I said as much during the interview, but I just, like I was really impressed that he eventually, and sooner than later, got to a point where he realized like it wasn't a big deal um, that his kid wasn't into to soccer as much as he is, and I think it was like a really it was like a good sign if that makes any sense. Like it was a sign of like um, I, I think good parenting basically, where he realized that um, you know that wasn't going to happen, and so he just had to get invested in other things. I, I think it's tricky because like if if that is in, the, in his case, soccer, like if that's something that he grew up pretty passionate about and he might even say like he has some strengths or interests around that. Right. So like yeah. having your kid not really want anything to do with that kind of puts you at a restart button like, oh, yeah. Well, where OK, do so where do you go? what am I supposed to do that, you know, is like, cool, mm-hmm. like I like to take naps. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, is my kid gonna be into that or, like, you know, I work. I mean, I don't know. You, it makes sense that you would kind of bank a lot on your kids being into what you're into, um, and yeah. then to find out that they're not is not not going to be easy every time.
0: But you still want. I mean, you want the sports lessons, right? Whatever. I mean, the the consolation, not the not consolation prize. Let's let's call it better than that. There's so many like places to learn those lessons, sure. that, you know, you want to bond, you would want to bond on the same sport. That'd be awesome. That, I mean, that would be the, that would be the best case scenario. But like the minimum I feel like is you got to learn, you got to lesson, you learn the lessons that you learn in sports, which is like, give yourself a chance to go from not good to good, you know, give yourself a chance to like work with a team, to, like, be disappointed, mm-hmm. like, give it your all, like, see yourself improve, yeah. um, like, in all of those l- lessons, like, uh, you get, you can get them in in a variety of sports, right? You climb to the top of, like, uh, a rock climbing gym, like, you've got, mm-hmm. you've got that right away, right? Like, you've got that, I did this, I was at the bottom, now I'm at the top, right? you know? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so you want them to see that, like they could do it because that's going to translate into other things. Like I'm two years right. into, I'm two years into some like college program and it's hard, you know? Sure. And I'm like, maybe I just give up, you know, <laughs> or, you know, hopefully you've learned the lesson, like I can do hard things. I'm going to, I'm going to get mm-hmm. better over time. You know, if I yeah. work at it, I'm going to get better. You, you got to get that lesson in or else.
2: Well, this, is, this brought to mind the idea of uh, watching sports with dad. Like, I don't want to get, make this a huge conversation, but... Uh, sure. Was there, what we was, need
1: to make it all about you and your dad. Yeah, um, that's the, that's the juicy stuff. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm,
2: I, always, I try not to make this as self-serving as it ends up being. I went back and listened to some of these episodes, and I can tell that I kind of, like, definitely pushed this in my direction. But do you guys watch sports with your dad, or was that a part of, like, the... Uh, I did not. Happen?
1: I think the theory in my household is that my dad was reasonably traumatized by how much baseball his dad watched. And uh, so he just did not. Okay. Not traumatized, but but, you know, his dad was huge. His dad was a simple man. His dad farmed and his dad watched baseball. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't think beyond my dad just being busy. I don't think my dad had any desire to uh, continue that tradition. Interesting. Yeah. Did you ever like go to any
2: sporting events? Like, did you ever go to like,
1: no, okay. no, I did not. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I don't think, again, it was usually it was probably like a money thing. Like, I don't, I mean, like we had the St. Louis Cardinals and we had the Kansas City Royals, you know, like they were there. But uh, I, a lot of times it might have been like a money thing and honestly, like a, a busy thing. Um, maybe the local university, sometimes my dad would take me to the Mm. basketball game, but yeah, yeah, not, not much.
0: We would do, you know, we would go to a Padres game. um, Not a lot, but like probably once a year, I would think. I remember going to an Angels game once. Um, As far as like watching it on TV, I think he would, he's really kind of like the big game. Like I'll watch, I watch the game that has a party attached to it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You know, like, Like, we'll we'll go somewhere for the um, we'll go somewhere for the Super Bowl or like, you know, a big a big like college game or something. But um, Mm. we definitely love the Olympics. Speaking of uh, the Olympics coming up right now. And uh, I'm looking actually looking forward to that because I I think it's cool for kids to like see all the the variety of sports and get into it. Sometimes I'll put on sports for them to like just get a sense for it. I really want to get them, COVID has been a, it has been crap for this, but I really want to get them into, like, the stadium experience, you know, which I think is so yeah. fun um, yeah. and, like, exhilarating. Um, really, the only thing I could count on my dad really watching besides kind of those things is golf on Sunday because it would essentially, like, just put you to sleep. It was, like, a nap-inducing. a nap yeah, inducing, 100%.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> you know, like, these, like, soft-talking, low-voiced, you know, British and American commentators, like <laughs> yeah. you know, and you're asleep on the couch immediately. So they, uh-huh. would, they would put golf on, on Sunday afternoon.
2: Yeah. Uh, this is where I come in with my, uh, my bombs here.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do
2: now, it. Now sports is a big <laughs> deal in my house. And, uh, my dad was really into very, he was very into some other stuff. And the thing is like, I think I'm just going to boil it down to this. It was really intense and sometimes not the best, the greatest situation. Like, um, Like I like being passionate. I'm a passionate person. I get excited about stuff. Um, But like I was, I I brought up in the last episode that like, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that I'm like, um, I don't know, my dad and I didn't like, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to say too much, but... I um, just
1: wish everybody could see your hands. Yeah, I was like, trying, trying to, like, I was trying trying to hands, explain it. Explain what like, is going on. There's like the Homer Simpson choking motion with the hands. <laughs> no, we, no, we get at each other's
2: throats every once in a while. Yeah. i
1: get them.
2: <laughs> We get at each other's... You know, we we butt heads a lot, uh, but we but it seemed like that one of the catalysts was always like frustration over sports specifically. And uh, yeah. that kind of... I don't know. That kind of always that was something he got better at it. Um, but like, you know, it would be like if the the Clippers lost a game, which was literally every night, um, <laughs> back then. Uh,
1: try, try his Danny Manning, you might. still get triggered. You still get triggered. Um, <laughs> uh,
2: the, the, but it was like, it was bad. It was, it was just that the energy was like negative. And I, I know that he wasn't, I don't know. I think he was, I think he's aware of that now. And I think that's something that he's addressing, but like, um, uh, but that was something that like I've tried to make sure wasn't part of my life. And I'm not very good at that. So I just, sometimes I have to just not do it. Like I, so I just don't watch sports. I spent the last couple of years working at a stadium on game days and, uh, having my kids there with me and had, letting them get to, they got to meet players because they knew me. And so that's kind of an experience I never had that they got to have. So I, I kind of like that. I think that's kind of a cool thing that we have in our, in our family history now, but yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, the going to games is exciting. Um, uh, you know, we were big angels fans. We were big Clippers fans. Um, I would do the angel game. We went to angel games. Like we went to like, like six or seven a season, you know, at least. And, uh, that was like the thing, like we didn't do, our family wasn't like one that would splurge on stuff, but like angel games didn't come under the, you know, we went to angel <laughs> games. So it was like, <laughs> that, that was. it
1: wasn't in the budget, but, but yeah, know, it, was. it was, I mean, Continued. that was that, yeah. that the
2: reason why the things weren't in the budget was because the baseball games always were so, <laughs> um, sure. and Dodger games and stuff like that. So, uh, but so it's a big thing. I think there's something about that that was beneficial, but like, I I, I think that there's that that you do have these, you come up with these moments. I think like we kind of discovered last week with the, um, with bedtime, there's moments that kind of bring out the worst in us, despite <laughs> what, we, what our intentions sure. are. And I think sports definitely has a, uh, a tendency to do that if we're not careful. And I think you've seen that. And we always have seen the parents at games, like, you know, when you're your kids anyway. Um, so, I guess i I have a lot to say with that, but i'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna curtail that there. <laughs> um, the last thing i wanted to I wanted to go out on um, i had a, I was trying to figure out how to like frame this. I like to go out on on a song or the word, have you guys add some songs to our dad uh, our dad show playlist, which is sure. actually available on Spotify. Search the playlist actually i I put a link in the show notes all the time for um, this playlist. Cool. You can hear the songs we talk about. Um, but I was thinking about songs that kind of get us going, uh, I don't, sports is a big part of my life. I, I think I've talked about this before, but, um, my body's deciding that I'm not a sports person anymore. Um, uh, like I literally, <laughs> uh, the other, like last time I went out to, to go play soccer, I put my, I put my cleats on, and I walked out onto the, um, to the field and hit, a, you know, just a minor difference in the, the field, like a little bump and my knee immediately, like, it's like, Oh, I'm dead. I got, I literally walked four <laughs> steps and I was out. So, um, but like all the, the times I've been playing, like, um, I got really into to slow pitch softball. I don't know if you guys have ever done that, but that was something that kind uh, of scratched the itch for me for a while. Um, okay. but there's yeah. that, there's that moment that like you come out on the field and, uh, if you're a pro, they play a song for you. Or let's say maybe you're just getting yourself pumped up to go run down the street, but there's, there's, there's a song that's your song and there's a song that's your walkout song. or there's a song that right now is just kind of getting you going. And I want you guys, I want you guys to add that song to the playlist today. So, um, Josh, why don't you tell me what song you are adding to this?
1: And, and if there's any post-show editing, maybe I'll add another one. Cause you know what I remembered was actually not the one I put in there. So quick reference would be intramural soccer in yeah. uh, college was tons of fun I mean yeah. not to go on too much of a sidebar but kind of like as soon as I stopped caring and yeah. just focused on having fun like literally I got so much better yeah, I I'm just got sure. even in college when I was just like messing around so cakes going the distance was one <laughs> oh I almost God. always played in my um, in my Discman before oh um, I went on currently though i uh, i see i sent you um oral pleasure i don't even know how to say that it's not oral but it's Arl, like oral yeah, pleasures yeah. oral right yeah. um by black Alicious. so um i have really like distinct memories i i'm it's really cool where we live right now like my my scenery for where i run is just like it's it's amazing and um but I have memories a lot of the times of, I don't think I'd heard that song. It was just on shuffle and, mm-hmm. uh, it popped up and I was instantly in what some call like a flow state. Like I was just like nice. fun. I was just having fun. Um, and the, the, I don't know if they call it the backbeat or whatever, but it did happen to match like my cadence as I was like bombing down this like Canyon Yeah, and, um, I was like letting my my arms even like flail out, kind of like a wild chicken or something. And if yeah. anybody would have come in, come upon me around that corner, or even some mountain goats would have come upon me, uh, some bighorn, they would have been like, "What is going on?" But uh, yeah, it's just it's the beat and just the flow of it is a wonderful running song, trail running song, which is kind here of my sport these days.
2: Oh, nice stuff. So, that would hit yeah. my knees for sure. But here we go. Let's listen. Awesome.
1: i I try not to use too much hyperbole but i I literally i think the the rappers in black Aliciacious are some of the m- most talented rappers out there and recently that at, that list got a plus one with that Marlo that I recommended but yeah black Alicious, they're like artists i mean i I do not use that word casually. Okay. Oh, man. And I think Lyrics Born is on that song, too. He's this, he's this rapper from the Bay Area. And, uh, yeah, you can hear it, right? You can hear it, It's just, like, steady. And you just yeah, put you your feet to that pace, and you, you are in a very manageable uh mm-hmm. yeah 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 exactly that's yeah. yeah
2: when you when you're saying that like i i always i always pick the wrong songs to run to i pick them too fast mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can't keep up yeah you and can't I just, keep up with that yeah exactly yeah. but that can't one's like that's a that. good that's a good uh it's a good pace i could probably hang with that for 35 seconds or 40 seconds maybe <laughs> All right, Adam, what's yours? <laughs> Somebody's gonna
1: ask you. Like they'll they'll ask you guys. They're like, "Guys, uh, what do you run, or what pace do you run?" And you're like, Black uh, "Blacklicious, oral pleasure." And they're like, "Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty that's good. good. That's respectable. I do. That's respectable." So
2: Spotify actually now you can um, you can go in. if you have the Nike app and Spotify, it will huh. it will um, and you go in the Nike app and you press you you start it when you start running. It will choose songs based on your pace. You're it's, kidding it's pretty, me. it's pretty gnarly. Mine changes oh, a lot. Oh, gosh. Then it's usually... It ends up playing Selene <laughs> so Dion by the, by the time I'm
1: getting... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And sometimes so. it plays like tuba music. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty good, though. It's pretty good. Uh, Adam,
0: what is your song? My song is called Jungle. It's by... Ex ambassadors and Jamie and oh. Commons. It is, um, you know, the funny thing is, I came across this song. It was a, it was a video that was created by Beats by Dre um, for the World Cup in 2014 in Brazil. Oh, okay. And So there's this yeah. whole video where it's like this whole setup with like Neymar talking to his dad, and it, the whole video is these players doing their like pump up routines, yeah. um, hmm. for the match. Right. And so anyway, it was just, so uh, it, it's a good one. I, I love the pump up songs. I, um, this isn't really a sports thing, but at some point back when, uh, this guy, a friend of mine got us into, um, got this like group of us it, training for a tough mudder, which is an mm. obstacle course race. It's about like ten to twelve miles long, and then they have all these obstacles along the way, um, and it's super fun and and you know comp- not competitive but like cooperative with and you do it with friends. Josh, you did it with me, um, and uh, I got like hooked on them. I love them. I love just that like team team kind of get pumped, I'm ready to rock, you know kind of thing. And so I literally have on my Spotify a uh, workout or a, uh, a playlist called Game Time Get Pumped. So this, oh. is, uh, <laughs> this is the first huh. one on there, but I really love this the the video, like the soccer um, World Cup ad that they did with this song. So check out that too, and the song.
2: Living in the same old life. I feel too young to die. Will you walk the line like it's there to choose? Just forget the wins, it's the best to use. That one's got a runnable beat to it, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's it, good. It's
0: also got that kind of like, uh, you know, you're stomping on the bleachers kind of mm-hmm. beat on there too, so you get you get pumped for it.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah.
2: I guess the one I have, Will, this one does betray me as far as like uh, <laughs> the beat What is it? Uh, <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a little bit much uh-huh. to keep up Karen with. Karen Carpenter. But,
1: um, okay.
0: i always i have good i have nora jones here what is this i have i have big i have big intentions
2: but uh um but but i can never keep up with it it on the screen right Uh, now (laughs) so this is this is song. i've just been finding trying to figure out an excuse to put this song on one of the playlists because this is one of my it's one of my (laughs) favorite bands this is one of their new songs at it i mean as the kids say it slaps it's got it's got a nice heavy nice uh it's heavy slaps, intro huh? that like just mm. it comes right out and it does what it's meaning to do right away so you okay, give me that intro uh, i think this would be good too to, i just imagine myself walking up to the plate for slow pitch softball with the oh yeah you
1: know,
2: i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna pop up to the shortstop right after this <laughs> but here you go <laughs> it feels fly here we go <laughs> <laughs>
1: So That's pretty on. good.
2: Uh, you can tell. I, I can. I can see that one. Like I'm definitely getting out. I'm just out the door. I just. Uh, I turn on my headphones and i go in <laughs> And I keep that pace up for
1: twelve <laughs> steps. <laughs> twelve <laughs> steps.
2: But I feel. I feel no, like a champ. I feel like a cheer. Yeah, so.
1: all the way to the the baseball field, and then you yeah. got your earbud, in there like, "Sir, you can't wear the earbud at the plate." And you're like, "I'm I'm wearing my earbud at the plate.
2: <laughs> Play it over the speakers." Then I it's not that I'm not asking that much. <laughs> like it's time I get it's time I get my walk up music. I went to a, I went to an Angels game one time, and Vladimir Guerrero came up to a Big Poppy, and I was like, "Oh, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life."
1: <laughs> Man, anyway,
2: that, that just imagine someday. Yeah, there's people in the world that have stadiums play music for them when they walk onto this i get that's yeah, that's somebody's yeah. life experience yeah. like come on man <laughs> do you yeah.
0: remember this ride did you ever were you ever at a Padres game where they where trevor hoffman came in as the closer and they played hell's bells it was in the from yeah, ACDC. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my god! I was never there, but I knew that. But that's like that's it intense was so stuff.
0: Awesome, uh, because you know how like the stadium has screens everywhere, right? Like everywhere there's something yeah. lit up. When they do, yeah. when that was happening, it was so obviously. Was, the whole thing was like intimidating because he's the closer, yeah. right? But every screen would go dark. In the whole stadium and then they would all come back on with like
2: flames <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <wow.
0: laughs> and they would play Hell's that's Bells awesome. by acdc yeah. so that's so
2: awesome working working at the soccer team like they they do the, the big the big uh, um before the game starts they don't have like you don't have like walkout music for soccer but they have the the intro and uh, mm. i sat right next to the videographer that was that was cutting together the video that was going to go up on the big screen and she would keep on saying, what do you think of this? And I'd be like, and I'd like look over there and it's like, it'd get me so fired up. I'm like, I have to like walk mm-hmm. around. I'm like, that's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, and then I had to like go and watch it like, you know, thirty times that year, but it was like it was still like it yeah. got me pumped You're up. Pumped. There's something about that, man. Could you imagine being in that situation? I think that's the that's the dream that we're always chasing. We're like, maybe we can get our kids there. But my kids, I don't know. Do they have a? Is does anybody play music for just sitting on the couch and yelling at your dad? Does that something? But or, my kids might like play you know, yeah. rock climbing. Maybe that would help.
1: Music. Or, I think
2: rock climbing does. Actually, we were watching some rock climbing on ESPN. It gets pretty intense, man. And they they play some music sure. for them.
1: <laughs> Especially new speed hey, climbers and stuff. Yeah.
2: Guys, thanks again for uh, for joining me tonight, man. I told you we were going to stop at a decent time and I let it roll over forever. Mm-hmm. So I, thanks for sticking with no. me. Um, it's fun time talking sports. we got to get together and throw the ball around. Um, Play
1: wiffle ball or... Um, uh, extreme bocce, yeah. see that's oh yeah, the bocce
2: that was that was Dude. that was, big that was a big time. We didn't talk phase. about that extreme bocce. <laughs> I, know. No, I, know. I know that's yeah. mean.
0: I know, my kids. for, for guys, all you guys, skill
1: <laughs> levels.
2: That uh, you guys know that that wiffle ball team that me and Drew and who else was there? Danny, it was Adlong? Oh one of yeah, you know, it was Danny
1: Adlong. Uh-huh.
2: We were number one in the state. Did you guys know that <laughs> we were what? Like number one in the state? <laughs> no <laughs> way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what, our softball team—five
0: competitors.
2: There was like 30, thing. but
0: it was still there was 30, <laughs> and
2: we only won—we won one tournament, and we beat this team that we, we that was like that like they were missing their pitcher. Uh, uh, they're uh, like good so pitchers. Somewhere. Everybody could throw a ball. They, they had a yeah. good pitcher. Like we ended up playing them later in the year, and they completely destroyed us. But for a for a time, I was. We were the number one wiffle ball team <laughs> in the state of Utah. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. So that's name, dude. That's legit.
0: Engraved on a bat or something like. They... We
2: just peed them all into the <laughs> snow that winter. Kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of <good. laughs> Oh,
1: man. That's awesome.
2: Well, anyway, guys, hey, thanks again. Uh, Thanks for joining us for a... And yeah, thanks for people listening. Uh, Our numbers are going up, dudes. I don't know what you're doing, but our numbers are going up. Um, (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, we'll see. if you are listening to this thank you and uh this is a mountain air media production by the way so thanks mom <laughs> uh, yeah thanks mom <laughs> i mean if you do if you keep pressing it from different phones i mean it, it counts as downloads so
1: but yeah we'll get there so yeah for sure yeah for Ooh, sure the secret okay
2: cool all right guys it's been it's been Sweet. a blast let's let's do this
1: again sometime mm, miss miss you already